This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. John Wooden once said, quote unquote, failure isn't fatal, but failure to change might be. On our weekly motivation tonight, I'm joined in studio by author of motivational books and live coach Ebenezer A.B. Mamabulo to talk about how to learn from failure. Join us in conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212-079-295-1212. And you can send us an SMS to 47861. That's 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM. And each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. Good evening and welcome, Mr. Mamabolo. Ah, Good evening and thank you for having me. I would imagine failure is quite relative yes, to yes, individual yes. experiences. What is failure for you or to you? I would say that failure is when I don't meet the expectations that I had set out for myself in relation to my dreams, my desires and the goals that I would have had set for myself. I find it interesting that you say that I set up for myself. Mm-hmm. Not that or those that were set up to you by others. Yes, yes. You know, the biggest mistake that we make is that we tend to take other people's ambitions, their dreams, and we try to live our lives according to them. So next time, when you are failing to meet those expectations, then the the blame game starts to say that, no, I did not achieve this and that because it wasn't me. And and I'm reminded of even when, when, when when I experienced my first failure, when after I had failed to accomplish what other people had expected of me, Instead of me taking that responsibility of saying that, no, I was the one who made that decision for the career that I chose. Not the people that, they they might have motivated me and saw the potential that I had. But instead of me taking responsibility, I started by blaming them. Saying that, no, if it wasn't for you or the advice that you would have given me, I wouldn't have had failed. But it was only after I took responsibility for that failure of mine and the decisions that I made that led me to that particular failure. Then I learned from that failure that we are supposed to learn. It would mean you must be at a certain kind of self-discipline to be able to for starters, put yourself up to these challenges that sometimes you might not necessarily conquer to be able to then come back and say, I failed and why did I fail? And then you internally introspect to be able to do better because then one thing could lead to another. Next thing you know, those other people are actually telling you that you actually failed because you got D, for example, in Ubertrick. And you're thinking, but given the circumstances that I actually had to endure, no, I think I did quite well. Yes. Uh, but would you say that it's quite important for one to thoroughly understand what failure means for them before they think of what it could mean to the next person and why? Yes, you know, what, what the, mistake, the mistake that we make is that we tend to judge ourselves, we judge our dreams, and we judge everything that we are pursuing based on what other people are doing. We compare ourselves towards what other people are achieving. And you know, there are some things that I would like us to, to appreciate about understanding failure. The first thing is we are, maybe we are encountering our challenges and we are not meeting our own goals and targets. Realize that when you are failing in your life or in a particular career that you are in or whatever venture that you are venturing in, when you are failing, it makes you emotionally stuck in that particular event. And I'm even reminded of one of my relatives. You know, when they were growing up, it, it, was, a school, it was a family of, of very intelligent and educated people. And... 
as they were studying, going from uh, from primary to high school, it happened that one of uh, one of my aunt's children, she she passed and she went to university. She even did her PhD. But tragically, after she did her PhD, after she graduated and they held the ceremony, tragically, she passed on. And the mother looking at the particular situation said to her children and said that, no, you know what? It's better for you not to waste any time and any money going to school. Now, if someone would waste so much time and so much money going to school and then ultimately pass on immediately after graduation, and immediately after she said that and she had that conversation with her children, from that point onwards, she was stuck in that in that pain that she felt when she lost her daughter. And also the children were stuck in that particular event because some of them, as, as they grew up, they started to hate education. They said, what's the use of me going to get an education? if this is going to happen to me if something so tragic if education couldn't protect me couldn't give me a future now it, it means i'm wasting my time so sometimes when we are failing we are tempted to remain stuck in that in that particular emotion that that, that we, we found ourselves failing now if you are stuck in that particular moment you won't be able to move on you won't even even be able to test what more can you do or can you get out of yourself another thing when we are failing it tends to drain us energy the energy that you need after you failed, that energy you need to bounce back, that energy you need to take some time to reflect on what happened, the mistakes that you made, you might have had made, the shortfalls that you might have had made. When you are failing or when you are continually failing, it even drains you of that energy of trying again. And you know, one of the times that happens that when, when a person gets too, too comfortable failing, you, you get to a point where you even start celebrating failure. Instead of you trying to pursue better, you get to a point where now even when you are failing, it, it seems like you've achieved something. But we should not get to a point where we are stuck in our failures or we even get to a point where we've let that drain of energy that could have caused, that could have happened to us be the one that we are parking our lives, the one that we are parking our dreams and our desires on. And another thing, when you are failing, there are some traps that we, we might find ourselves in, and these traps I categorize them in a couple of uh, in a couple of categories. The first trap that we, we find ourselves is that we we get to a point where we we fear making mistakes again because I failed to achieve this and that in business because I couldn't achieve this and that with my career. Then you get so comfortable and so afraid of making mistakes that you never even try again. Another one is that after failing or continually failing, it wears one out. You get to a point where it it has drained so much energy out of you that you, you don't even feel like trying because you are afraid of what could people say about me? What, what what would the circumstances or my peers be thinking about me and me continually trying? And as we are doing that, as we are fatigued and as we are afraid of making the mistakes, we get to a point where sometimes we even compare ourselves with our peers. We start comparing ourselves to say, oh, I wish this had, had not happened to me because as I compare myself with my classmate or as I compare myself with my with my peer or my home girl or my homeboy, I could have done that. And when we are comparing ourselves with other people and their success, we are becoming our own energy drainers. Another one would be the timing. Sometimes when we are failing, we are not failing because we are not able, but the timing wasn't right. For, say, for example, you started a business that depended on factors that were not within your control. And when the lockdown happened, you ended up losing your business. Now, the timing wasn't right. Now, if you are going to get stuck in the timing and not learning what you need to learn from the mistake that you might have made or the failure that you have got, you could get so caught up in you uh, throwing yourself that pity me party that you get to procrastinate. Next time when you're supposed to be pursuing another dream, you would, you would be discouraging yourself. Another one would be 
when we get to a point where we failed so much that we've even lost the inspiration. When we are failing so much, sometimes it, draw, it, it drains us of the inspiration that we need to, to keep on fighting, for us to keep on fighting for our dreams, to keep on fighting for our careers, for our family and our loved ones. Another one would be when we get to a point where instead of us looking at the failures that we had to learn from it, we start to rationalize or we start to give reasons for us when we fail. You say that, no, I, I, did, not, I, I, I did not succeed because I didn't have one to Three, four, five. I did not succeed because I lacked six, seven, and eight, nine. So another one would be when we are so caught up in perfection that now after failing or after messing up, we, we start not wanting to pursue our dreams because now we are waiting for things to be perfect because we felt the pain that our previous failure has cost us. Now you start waiting for perfection and you shouldn't be waiting for perfection because perfection never comes. After you've failed and whilst you've licked your wounds, if you may, then take some time to say, no, I might not know what's the perfect way for me to pursue my dream. I might not know what's the perfect way for me to start this business. I might not know the perfect way for me to continue with my career. But irrespective of those imperfections that I have with my plan, with my career and everything that I'm pursuing, let me carry on. On. Another one will be when you get to a point where you start thinking that life isn't fair or you start to think that no, things are not fair for you because you failed. Yes, you might you might fail, but that does not mean that everything is not fair. Get to a point where after feel those emotions of of of, of feeling and feeling hurt and all those things. But after that moment, take some time to say that no, how can I bounce back from this? And probably the last one, when you get to a point after you failed, when you start looking for people's opinion, you know, most of the times the people who we will look up for or the people who would be the ones to be giving us comments who would be laughing at us they are the ones who are not doing anything with their own lives they might be laughing at you because you failed in business or because you failed a grade in school but they themselves are not there they are not there in the boxing field boxing they are there sitting at home not pursuing their dreams because they are afraid of what other people might say about them and their success just as I would imagine we'll also just um, touch on issues of self-image because that also plays a huge part, particularly with the pity parties that you spoke of when you say that it's important for one to feel the emotion, but don't just bask in the feeling of emotions and, and not move on. Yes. I want us to, to talk about these traps for a bit. Mm-hmm. Do you think that... The reason why, because I would imagine it's not a very ideal place to be, wherein you're always thinking, oh, but something is not coming up for me. Nothing is working out for me. And you you always just feel like you're othered and nobody seems to care about you and things are not going well. Mm -hmm. It's not very ideal when you think about it. But people find themselves feeling that way for quite some time. What is it exactly about these traps? Are they becoming comfort zones of sorts? And and how does one get out? You need to realize that, no, this is just a stage that I'm passing through. Mm -hmm. This is what I attempted to do and this is what I attempted to achieve. But because of the situation that I found myself when I didn't succeed, this is just a place, this is just a phase for me to pass through. Yes, feel those emotions, but acknowledge them and appreciate them as the phases. These are stepping stones for you to reach your next level of success. But if you don't get to the point where you realize that no, these are part of the process, you're going to get stuck in that in, in those emotions and you're going to spend the rest of your life maybe feeling sorry for yourself. But acknowledge them and appreciate them as 
part of the process of success because there is no success without failure. We are achieving success because we tried something, it didn't work, and we found ways that are not working and now we've improved and we get better. So that's what we need to do. Learn the phases, appreciate them for what they are, and then learn to move on from them and look for better ways to improve your chances next time. We're talking about how to learn from failure tonight on our weekly motivation with the AB Mamabulo. He's an author of motivational books and life coach. Join us in the conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212, 079-295-1212. SMS line is 47861, 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 1 rand 50. We continue with this conversation after the break. Energy and Choice FM. Conversations, Mondays to Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. The time is uh, 9 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We're talking about how to learn from failure with Ebenezer Mamabulo. He is an author of motivational books and life coach. Join the conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. And you can also send us an SMS to 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. Let's hear the views of Tumelo Ngobera from Toyando. Good evening and welcome, Tumelo. Thank you for welcoming me. Hi, Tumelo. What are, what's on your mind and what would you like to contribute tonight? Well, uh, speaking for my young generation, I grew up around a lot of people who are young, pressurized mm. because they are, their parents don't look <clears throat> to how they're growing up. Most of my youth is grow up around previous disadvantaged people, which grew up in situations which are really hard. I understand that. But most of the previous disadvantaged people, uh, they do not want to move away from their past. They continue pressuring their young to become more successful in life. So they cannot become like them. That's understandable. But pressuring them, comparing them to their neighbors, hey, that boy from church is better, he dresses better, he loves his mother. That's because his mother probably grew up in a different situation compared to your mother who pressurizes you every day to the school. Yes, that's my point. If you were to talk to these parents that compare their children to, to other people, what would you say to Melo? I would say that, uh, like, I lost a friend recently who lives in Soweto who committed suicide. Mm. May he rest in peace. I would say to these parents that do not put pressure on your young kids. This generation and the previous generation is not the same thing. Mm. That is my advice. Thank you very much, Tumelo, for joining us and and just um, sharing a bit with regards to what you think. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay. Let's talk to that because it's, it's, it actually just talks to what you were talking about before with regards to these traps that people find themselves in. And you were just saying that it's important for one to always find comfort in themselves before yes. they can look outside because in this case you have parents who are becoming quite toxic towards their children. Briefly talk to us about that and then immediately go into what one then needs to do to turn their lives around having learned from failure. You know, what he's talking about, it's something that I also experienced myself. But one thing I learned is that 
because our parents don't know any better. They themselves had parents who did this to them. We, as much as it's not, it's not conducive for us, it's not building us in our dreams, we also need to appreciate that they also come from a toxic environment themselves. They cannot give us what they never had. And I remember when I came to this realization that no, I, my father has never told me that uh, he's proud of me because he himself never had a father. His own father ran away from my grandmother and went with a younger girl and, and she left. And she never came back to, 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 to visit her or to check up on the family. But this is the environment that my parents grew up in. Now, as much as what when they say that, no, uh, Rebecca... I wish you were like so and so. What you also need to appreciate that as as toxic as it might be, it's only what they know. It's what they've been through. So have that understanding to say that no. As as much as my parents, they themselves they don't think that it's toxic. They think that it's motivation. It's going to drive you. It's going to challenge you to become a better person. But the negative effect of that is that you are not going to look at it as them pushing you or trying to make you achieve success. Now I would say that as we are encountering some of these challenges, we need to understand or some principles that we need for us to turn our our lives around. Number one. We need to watch the conversations that we are having with ourselves. As much as the parents might be having the conversation with you to say that, no, I wish you could do this and that because uh, so and so or your peer is doing this. Watch the conversation that you are having with yourself. Watch the words that you are using yourself you are using for yourself as you are reflecting on what your parents are saying. Watch out because the words that you would be saying, they could be the ones that end up paralyzing you. Make sure that whatever it is that you are saying, even in the midst of that comparison, builds you up and helps you or sets you up for success in the midst of challenges. Another one, watch the way you think and how you measure yourself. They might be measuring you according to your peers, but don't measure yourself according to your peers. Measure yourself according to the potential you have. Measure yourself according to your own talents and gifts. Measure yourself according to what you are doing and what you are striving for. When you do that, then you won't fall into that trap of always trying to measure up to your parents' expectation or whoever's expectation that is that you might be trying to measure yourself up. Now make sure that also don't miss the lessons that you are supposed to be learning from failure. As much as failure, it hurts. As much as failure is painful, but it's also there to teach us some lessons. And I'm reminded of one, uh, one incident that happened. You know, when I was growing up, I think I was in grade eight. So there was this girl that I had a crush on. And this one day I, I said that, no, I'm no longer going to, to be crushing on her. Let me just write a nice note, a, a romantic note and send it to her. And when, after I wrote that letter and I passed it to the next person, the other girl who was after her, she read the note and she, she, she raised her hand and called the teacher. And the teacher came and, she, and the teacher read the letter and I was so embarrassed that, no, what happened? What happened with this letter of mine? And when I was reflecting on that, at, at the, when, it, when that happened to me, I got stuck in that moment. But afterwards, I learned that, no, what's there for me to learn? Maybe I shouldn't do my proposal in public. Let me do them in private. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk to your friend G, who's listening from Pulogwani CBD. Friend G, good evening and welcome. Good evening and thank you. Yes. What is your question, friend G? Um, I have been struggling with a lot since my father's passing last year, mm-hmm. and I, I have been struggling academically. And I would really like to know how I would actually overcome whatever I'm going through. All right, Frenji in the Polokwane CBD. You will listen on the radio. Yes. Okay. Briefly, Ebenezer. I would say that. 
look at this as an opportunity for you to make your father proud wherever he is. As much as he might not be there to watch you, maybe watch you when the time comes for you to graduate and advance to other grades. But take this as an opportunity to say that, no, even though my father is not there, let me make him proud academically. Use that as fuel for you to study harder. Don't slack off to say that, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to study because I don't have someone who will pay my fees. But use this opportunity to say that, no, even though I might have lost my father, I am going to study so that whoever is offering a bursary, I would be so academically excellent that they would be giving me that bursary and I would make my father proud. So don't don't just say that no. Don't just acknowledge the situation as it is. Acknowledge the situation as it is, but look for ways that you could use the situation to, ter- to turn whatever challenges that you are facing emotionally in this situation. That is our time. I certainly hope that Fringi did hear you, that she must make her departed father proud yes. and, and not um, fall into the trap that you spoke about earlier. Your contact details, please. Uh, my contact details, on all of the social media, you can just search me, search for Ebenezer Maholo, and if you're on Twitter, King underscore AB. And when you're booking me as a coach and as a speaker, contact me on 71 639 Ebenezer A.B. Mamabolo, thank you so much, sir. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Coming up next on Energy FM is Hagiliboro and on Choice FM, Stanley Brown will take over thanks to the show's content producer, Mami Morashwa, our technical producer, Emmanuel Quinda, and to you for always listening and interacting with me. I'm Rebecca Pala. Enjoy the rest of your evening and stay safe.